If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth. Their podcast and website, moneyvikings.com, is a treasure trove of ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. Welcome, everybody, to the Money Vikings podcast number 29. Today, we do a portfolio review and analysis of one of our beloved listeners. Let's help each other be better investors and conquer financial freedom. We will blow your minds. Bob, Jerry, yes. yes, we are. Yes, we I, I, are. I realized on the show, I've, I've listened to some of our past shows, and uh, I realized that I say I'm about to blow your oh, mind a lot. So that's becoming like my catchphrase, I think. It's a trademark, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. why I, my trademark. We I like to sprinkle it in there once in a while. <laughs> I'm drinking from our Money Vikings um, mug at the moment that I posted on our I site. I saw that. Thank uh, you. Saw yeah. that. Yeah, earlier to give people a heads up about the show. Um, but I think I do. I do want a mug that says "We will blow your minds." <laughs> like, dude, I mean, go it's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's gonna, dude. It's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm excited about today's show because we're gonna do a deep dive into friend of ours. Um, uh, portfolio. They asked us to kind of look at, you know, uh, some of their, what they got going on. And I think that's kind of fun to do that kind of stuff. I think it helps us all, um, you know, take a critical look at our own portfolios and just makes us better investors. Um, but first in the news, I mean, a lot of stuff going on. It's like every week, so much stuff happens that it's like, I'm like, I want to talk about all these things on our show, but uh, I mean, one Mars Rover, that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Always excited love about it. that. Love right? it. Yeah. Oh, I, I cannot get enough of that stuff. Those pictures are just amazing. I, I still wouldn't want to live on Mars. I'm still kind of an Earth <laughs> yeah. guy. Uh, I went to the beach today and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. man, the beach is nice. I'm like, there's no beach in Mars. <laughs> A lot of dust. <laughs> A lot of dust, a lot of dust. <laughs> a lot, a lot and of low, dust. lower gravity too. So I think it would be a little <laughs> difficult, but Hey, so I don't know. I mean, Elon Musk is going to take us there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So, and then that gets me on to, uh, I'm sorry guys. Like I know you're probably getting sick of me, but I can't stop reading about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What's going on guys? What is going on? Is this supply demand? Are we in mania? What's happening? Well, the only fact I can tell you is that we're one trillion dollars in market capitalization. It's crazy. It's hmm. crazy. I, I, re- I read today, Jerry, that that's ten percent of the market cap of gold. Wow. And I mean, and so if, I'm just you know people start. That's how people I think mentally anchor this thing because because that, that's what that's the that's one of the challenges of Bitcoin. I think with a lot of people, me included, is trying to mentally anchor what the hell it is. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you hear world currency, right? First world currency, not controlled by government. 
uh, and, and uh, you know, digital gold, right? Store of value. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what that means. If it's 10% of gold, does that mean it's going to go further because it's only 10% of gold? I don't know. Uh, but time will tell. I, the know, store I'm, of value yeah. thing to me, I mean, yes, that's, that's kind of a, a fun sort of elegant way to put it, but I think we all just want to get rich, right? Let's just be honest with ourselves. Let's just be real. Yeah, we want to make money. Right? Yeah, we right? want to yeah, see this money. thing go to $100,000 <laughs> and uh, there's not going to be any issues if that happens, right? I, if it goes, I want to, I want to buy, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I feel so, like this is like, it, it, it's, I feel like it's in a way kind of like the new, th- it's the fresh new thing and it's different, right? It's, it's the shiny new different thing. And I think that has in itself a lot of appeal and why people get attracted to it is because it's not your ordinary run of the mill dollar, gold, silver type of commodity thing. It's, it's different and people don't understand it. And they're amazed and in awe of, of how this has value. And then they start to learn more about it after the fact. I well, you guys know I've been watching some Kathy Woods videos. Yes. And, uh, and one... you. over and over <laughs> that again. That came out wrong. Over and, she's ta- and she's over ta- again. Sorry, <laughs> she's talking about, she's talking about Bitcoin. Um, and, uh, and she, she, they've been over at ARC. They, what she claims is that they saw this all kind of coming because they have a they have a price target of about uh, of a, an eventual price target. They don't give a time frame of about four hundred thousand dollars a coin. Yeah. Um, but she said the the um, institutional um, adoption that's happened so quickly over like the last five months, she said, is kind of shocking to them. Yeah. She's like, wow, this happened fast. Yeah. And she's like, we didn't see you know, she's like, we saw this happening over a course of a couple of years. Um so I don't know. I mean, Elon Musk is is uh, and and I heard Kramer talk about it recently. I mean, they're talking about it as as you know, slightly better than cash because yeah. you know, cash they're saying doesn't do anything and loses value. Um, I don't know. Lots of different Here's, ways to think about it. We, you know. I will say that. Okay, this is the other thing is because you know we've kind of talked offline about this the the kind of market kind of the little bit of volatility and and just uncertainty in the market right now and there's a lot of. Uh, views on both sides of where we're going, if there's something, a correction happening soon or not. I have noticed over this past couple weeks when there's like a little small kind of pullback or something like that, the VIXs are not reacting like they normally would have. And Bitcoin or crypto is. So hmm. it's interesting to see that there appears that is to be like is a, a, in terms a of shift Bitcoin going up. When yeah, the VIX... Bitcoin going up like he- like hedging. So when the VIX Bitcoin is when crypto. the VIX is up, you're saying Bitcoin goes up. Yeah, when when you start to see, the, I was watching last week. I was watching the spy and and you know everything you know, the different markets, you know Nasdaq and Dow, and, and I was watching them, um, kind of do these little pullbacks, and you know we got little bit of upward movement with the VIX, but nothing you know really to write home about. But then you look over wow. at the cryptos, you have Ethereum Classic, ETH, you know, uh, the newer Ethereum, you have BTC, uh, Bitcoin, they were going. And you can see Bitcoin's what, 56, so approaching 60,000 yeah. Bitcoin now. Yeah, it's So it's it's looking like it's the new hedge. It's very interesting um, that you said that because um, over our friends over at the Trade Risk have a video Evan has one and he put in a new section of his uh, weekly YouTube videos called correlations. And he put mm-hmm. the correlation of Bitcoin 
to the Dow Jones Industrial Index at 0.785. That's that's wow. pretty high correlation, which is wow. count which mm. is counter to what you said. Um, but it's also interesting to note uh, that you know perhaps when the you know when the VIX is higher and the market doesn't go down, Tom Sosnoff says he thinks that's kind of a tell of maybe a, a reversal. Well, do you think his, the, mm. the, 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 the kind of correlation mm. that he's writing, and, and you educate me on this, but is, is the correlation he's writing to is that it behaves in the manner like a VIX does, it, and that's the, the correlation, or would it be a lower number if it was like the VIX to the market? So one is a perfect correlation, zero is no correlation, and then negative one is inversely correlated. Oh, okay. So the negative is the inverse. So a VIX would be the negative of the, okay. Yeah. You know what Bitcoin's negatively correlated with? And I have to take a little time to wrap my head around it, but it's negatively correlated with TLT, which is a ETF bond fund of like the 20, 30 year iShares. So, so when the, and bonds seem to be going down, that's a big story this week too, that we didn't talk about and Mm -hmm. yields going up. That's interesting. I don't know, guys. It's Bitcoin's the money of Mars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that and Dogecoin. Money, I, man. You know, um, I, so can I tell one more uh, Kathy Wood story? Oh, just give it to me, right? Just give it to me. Bitcoin. Are you looking at her poster right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Bob. I, I know, I know, I know. For me, ARC, ARC is like your MVI. Uh, it is, I, know, right. I know, I know. For me, for me, ARC is... Arc um, is it's I'm your market so porn. Enamored. I get it. I know. I'm so, I'm so enamored with ARC ETFs. Okay. Um, so I, I discovered this week, you guys, a website and a community that I'm really excited to share. And again, I get no, we get no money from this, but it's called Kathy's arc.com. Okay? <laughs> but, <laughs> I know you guys, I know, but anyway, it is actually really interesting. It shows you, you click on each ETF and it shows you exactly what they sold and bought that day in each ETF. Which is amazing. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, they've got a whole they've been pretty darn successful on being like on the cutting edge of everything. And, you know, they got a team of researchers. They were, they were the ones that were right about Tesla when all the, all the doubters over the last five years. Um, But anyway, I don't know you guys want to check it out. I I pulled it up. It's pretty interesting. And some of my friends on the other discords, every time there's a change, they're, they're chatting about it. Kathy just sold this. Kathy just bought that. And uh, I'm serious. serious. I'm serious. It, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. think about the social. The, You're, not no, social no. You're not making fun of me. You're not making fun of It's oh, sentiment. Okay. I mean, that's the thing is, like, this is, this is the big thing is you can go onto sites now and see which stocks are being talked about in different forums in like Twitter and stock twits. It, it does these keyword archivings and will spit out data showing you how much something's being mentioned, and that mm-hmm. in itself you can invest using that because social media has played huge roles in sentiment and this site does exactly that i mean if you're seeing what arcs investing in what they're being pulling out of you have people like how fanboyish you are greg right and it's like it's going to determine if they invest or pull out of a different stock you know it's it's huge it's a me i I thought of running an experiment and i mean obviously you know don't have as many funds as the arc people but I was, I thought of like just following their the trades behavior. for like a yeah. month and yeah, and just seeing kind of like what, what happened. Dude. But anyway, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Um, 
but I guess we should, uh, anything else you guys want to mention in the, in, in the news, um, before we, uh, uh, dive. I mean, there's so much happened. I think, uh, Jerry, you were, you were going to talk about talk about Vlad's hair, man. Robin Hood. You know, I think long hair <laughs> is back now. I think uh, Roaring Kitty and Vlad, I have a theory. May, they may be the same person. Not 100% sure about that, but... Uh, oh, the doppelganger. <laughs> the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're like, they're both like young, youngish yeah. looking, boyish looking, dark But just long, dark some of the... Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I think you're going to have to redo the profile, Greg, because uh, I, I have hippie long hair now, like like vlad so oh it's awesome so i know you do because i see you i see you walking in the neighborhood socially distance but yeah. some of the questions that the, the, the that were being asked at the congressional hearings were, were pretty silly like uh why can't retail customers buy robin hood well because they haven't gone public yet they're not a public company you see there's public companies right. and private yeah. companies uh why can't customers get a refund for stock they lost money on What's that? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Some sometimes the the ignorance of our quote unquote leaders can be. Um, wow, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I'm glad we don't do yes. a political show because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say, guys. I mean, I I mean, um, I will say though one thing that that was it kind of was disturbing was that um, one of them made a comment and pointed out that. Um, Citadel is the customer of Robinhood and the retail investors are the product of it, which kind of resonated with me. And I, I, in ways I agree with mm. is that the, the new wave of investor really is a product of that equation. And I don't like, um, I don't like seeing that Citadel and all the other, uh, the other kind of hedges that and market makers that have, um, order flow interest. And when I look in like Fintel and I see MVIS, right, has every single one of those market makers heavily invested. And some of them are doing covered puts and covered calls. And they have the upper hand because they get the order flow. Mm -hmm. So they yeah. know how to position. I mean, I hear you, Bob. I, I mean, I am. And then in general, just like one of my takeaways was like, I am not, I am not a Robin Hood hater at all i'm a robin hood fan mm -hmm. i mean i i have i've done very well yeah. with robin hood i've highly enjoyed the app made 200 percent uh returns over the last year and a half um i'm quite happy with uh with with the swiping and all that kind of stuff now i i keep it under control yeah. it's my fun money right. it's not i'm not gambling my future i'm you know but uh i i think it's awesome yeah. so it's i you know nice. I, and yeah. I don't know what to say i mean you know it's like okay did, did i you know, it's like the amount of money that I'm I'm sort of like messing around with. It's like, OK, so I didn't get like the five cent better share price on the Apple shares I bought. Is that you know, is that what happened? You know, like I, I feel I'm, I'm just kind of sitting back going like, OK, so I got all these free trades. I got really into investing. I made I made I made money. But I guess Robinhood <laughs> owes me like thirteen ninety five. Because, um, you know, I didn't get the five cent better trade. Wait, Greg, Greg you didn't get the memo too, that everybody was, going, everybody was going to be a millionaire and it's Robin Hood's fault that they weren't. <laughs> you didn't get that memo? Mm. Is that... Oh, I yeah. forgot. I forgot that was that's the plan. What, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, people people do stupid things with technology all the time. Right. And it's like it, the, all that stuff makes the, makes the news media and it's not the norm. 
you know? And so, okay, whatever. I am so not, not completely against it either. I, I think, I think you're right. I think for long-term investors, the, the penny uh, does not really matter that much in the long, in the grand scheme of things. But if you're doing day trades of, you know, 10, 20, hundred mm-hmm. lots of Apple here and there, that that yeah. that might make a difference. There may be an impact. There yeah. may be an impact. But uh, I That's will say true. today, before we go into our show topics, that uh, I gave my my son, my fourteen year old, access to Robinhood, and he bought uh, two hundred Dogecoin today. Nice. Yeah, oh, he was nice. excited. Love he it. came to me about it. I've been trying to get him into investing for a while, and he's not really interested. And all of a sudden, he wants Dogecoin. So. That's really cool. So he's that's good. He'll never sleep again. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good job, yeah. Dave. <laughs> I love it. Okay, just 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 teach him about keeping it under yeah. control, man, and and sleeping at night. <laughs> because if he because if he can't sleep at night, he's doing. No, I told wrong him. I said, if you can't sleep at night, sell it before you go to bed. That's what I do. Exactly, sell it, man, yeah. because it's not yeah. worth it. Uh, but no, this this is this is great, guys. It is awesome. Um, well, hey, let's set this up. I, um, I'm really excited about this because uh, I used to love a there, – there used to be a um, newspaper column back when there were newspapers that people would buy and read um, called Millionaires in the Making. And I used to love reading it because it would give you like a snapshot of like a person's like financial picture and give sort of like the, the columnists would give different ideas. This is a little different, but um, we have our friend uh, that sent us their portfolio – and was just kind of like, hey, will you look at it and, you know, tell me. His what name you is guys Tristan think. and um, you may use his name, just not his last yeah. name. Aha, there we go. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> I like it. Um, and, oh, I got I to gotta say it. These are our opinions. This is for entertainment and informational purpose only. This is not financial advice to anyone. Ooh. Got it, everybody? Every, okay. Just relax, people. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> if we say something that you don't agree with or you do it and you lose money, it's not our fault. Got it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so Tristan holds positions in, uh, you know, a spattering of companies and we'll go through some of them. But, you know, it's 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 stuff you've heard of, right? It's Coca-Cola, GE, AMC, Uber, Apple, Procter & Gamble, Microsoft, Disney, Verizon. And then there's a little bit of crypto in there like Doge. Um, I guess, do you want me to start it off yeah. guys with kind of my take and then if, and then dive, dive in here if you want. Um, but I mean, I mean, the first thing I would say is I applaud our friend for diving into investing because that's the whole point of our show and our site is that we always say this and most people won't do it, but, um, but Tristan is doing it, but none of us will ever make enough money unless we invest, right. unless we have the skills and the tools to invest, because we are not, we are not going to be sports stars and I am not going to be making mission impossible 15. So <laughs> yeah. So we're not movie stars and we're never going to make enough money. We've got to invest our middle-class, you know, solid salaries into things that are going to make more money. So um, the second thing I'll mention is this, I don't know his overall financial picture, but you know, you know, to make a holistic analysis, but in real life, I would want to know if the person has access uh, to a 401k, right? If they're doing the Roth thing, I'd want to know if the person has the ability to tap into a pension later in life, because that's going to give me a sense of how much risk they can take. Um, I'd want to know, is their debt under control? Because, you know, you're, if you've got people over here with, you know, huge amounts of debt that's crushing them, and then they're over here in Robin Hood, you know, playing the stock market, mm-hmm. 
I think I would say like, well, let's hold on. I mean, you don't have to be like debt free. I'm not debt free, but at the same time, you're going to want to have that manageable before you start doing other stuff. Um, you know, I'd want to ask questions like, does the person own a home? Uh, so, you know, that's how I approach this stuff. Um, but those are just sort of foundational things that I, you know, that I go through myself. And if I'm talking with somebody that wants to talk about finances, it's like, okay, do you have all these boxes checked, you know, and then we'll go into like, Hey, how do your individual stocks seem? And what do we all think as like a, as like a stock picking club? Um, so, and then the third thing I'll say is, yeah, in my opinion, individual stock picking is kind of what I mainly do with fund money. Okay. Like the majority of stuff I'm going, I'm going ETFs and index funds because I'm not going to be able to time the market. I'm not Warren Buffett. You know, um, do I have fun taking some money and picking stocks? Yes, I do. I highly enjoy it as entertainment. And some, and sometimes most of the time I make money, um, you know, by doing due diligence and analysis. Um, so with his portfolio, I mean, I, some of the, some of the stocks that I personally liked, I guess you could say, uh, in his portfolio were, uh, you know, I know Apple, there's lots of talk of people selling Apple right now. I get it, but I'm still a long-term Apple guy. Um, I, I, I think Salesforce is a strong company. Um, I think Procter and Gamble just got some upgrades as a, I'm, I'm a dividend guy. So, you know, if you want to collect dividends for like the rest of your life, in my opinion, Procter and Gamble would be one of the first, uh, stocks I would pick because you build enough positions in that. I think that baby's going to run for, <laughs> for quite a right. long time. Um, you know, obviously Microsoft is a solid play. Um, I think Disney is another solid play because, uh, you know, coming out of this pandemic, I think once people are, they've done a great job, Disney has, of um, fortifying themselves during the pandemic mm -hmm. in terms of streaming. And I think when you add to the fact that when everybody's vaccinated and those parks open up, they're going to have the strength at home and the strengths at the parks. So I'm a big Disney fan. Um, and the last one I'll mention uh, before I turn it over to you guys is that um, he's got Verizon in there and Warren Buffett just loaded up mm -hmm. on Verizon. So I think that's a good sign. Um, so, uh, you know, that, those are kind of my, that's, those are a couple of my big picture thoughts. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I want to see what you guys think about this. I'm not an Uber fan. Uh, I'll take an Uber after the pandemic's over. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um, but, uh, but Uber as a stock has always bothered me and I can't hmm. put my finger on it. You guys ever, you guys ever invested in Uber? On and off. Um, I may have done like, uh, you know, strangles and, you know, earning options types of strategies on it, but I haven't really held it long term. I think Lyft did really well this past earnings, mm -hmm. uh, better than Uber did. Lyft is more, you know, really focused on uh, just the ride sharing, whereas Uber is got their feet in a lot of different things, you know, the restaurants and kind of Grubhub competitor and different mm. things going on. So, uh, and there's also different international mm. footprint that they have, which helps and hinders in different ways. It's one of those Jerry and I'll, sorry, Bob, but it's one of those where I think like it's a good, I think it's a, like a, a neat um, company and something I, I would use, but I've, I've always just been leery of it as a stock. Does that make sense? Like the, those two, I've always felt separate about, and the other thing I think about it is, you know, 
I'm not joking, but I mean, in five years, when Teslas drive themselves everywhere, I, I don't know how these companies are going to survive. I mentioned that too, because that, that's the thing is, so. to your original point, like I, I never invested in either one of them, um, and I think there was there was some uh, issue with them, and like the the drivers weren't technically employees of Uber; they're all 1099, and so a lot of little weird nuances and quirks there that. Uh, we're trying to you know help the bottom line, but didn't, in my opinion, show a lot of strength in the company as far as uh, uh, the employees, right? An employee support of the business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Greg, I mean, Tesla, right? When, when we start looking at the future of this stuff, you know, Uber and Lyft kind of uh, pushed the taxi system aside. And I think Tesla is going to push the Uber and Lyft system aside um, once I think it's yeah. very possible, Bob, and, and other companies. And I guess I'll just, you know, I don't want to hog the review here. So I'll just wrap up kind of it's a good segue because I, I, I figure if he wants exposure to like that kind of stuff, like, I mean, for me, if I was doing it, I'd look at like drive. We talked about that before yeah. uh, as an ETF, um, which is autonomous and electric vehicles. Um, or if, if he's just looking for like innovation and disruption, I'm going to say it again, but like an ARC, you know, an ARC fund. I mean, there's a lot of innovation and disruption there that I think will return better than yeah. Uber. Um, so, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's my, Tristan has that's four kind of shares of Uber and they're at the time that, you know, I looked at this, it was 5844. So I, I, I don't see any harm in uh, investing in Uber. I don't think this is a, a lifetime decision for him, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I, I would have I would yeah, have liked to have seen that if um, some, you know, our listeners know is that we we have a screenshot of his portfolio, but it's um, I don't see I see the price per share of what it is at, in the market at the time, but I'm not seeing what his equity is like seeing like what is you know to get an understanding of his cost base because my uh, looking at everything, what my concern is I feel that there's a little. Um, testing right you're, you're buying one share of something mm-hmm. here to see what it's doing mm-hmm. uh not necessarily enough to make it extremely lucrative um i would like to see him maybe whittle down the different exposures he's he's in and focus that more into a more consolidated uh, portfolio of exposure having more shares in them mm. mm-hmm well, yeah, I get that, Bob. And th- I mean, it's and it's kind of the way I I started right. that same way. And right. I think we all have. I would right. have I mean, like four shares. Yeah, exactly. And and it's and again, I'll, I mean, I'll go back to like not slamming Robinhood. That I loved, I loved spending the last couple of years building those every paycheck. You know, when right. I just had that right. extra, you know, three hundred bucks maybe that I could spare out of the budget, and I could slam that thing into a couple of stocks, and it was so mm-hmm. cool to build. I do. I went through the and, same um, thing too. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing. I mean, the other thing is, like, right? I don't. I mean, I, no way do I fault him. Tristan, is, it's amazing because he is doing something, and we've talked about this all the time. Is that all it takes is a little bit of money, and you just whittle away. Just start buy one or two shares mm-hmm. of something, and his portfolio that we see right now is an example of that. Over time, he has been he has exposure to a lot of different things now, and it, it equates to a lot of money um, in the scheme of things, and. Yeah, I mean, it's your point, Greg. It's like, just whittle away, get started. But I think he's at a point now where he he could get some, uh, I think, positioning and some good plays while also maintaining the longer game picture in, in other plays. Mm-hmm. 
Jerry, yeah, what, so what's your kind of like you. Congratulations okay. to Tristan. Um, I was just looking. I'm not sure how long he's had this portfolio, but I did a little bit of uh, research on it, and his portfolio made about 55 percent over the past year. If he had had it, awesome. you know, not year to date, but the past 365 days, and S and P was uh, what was that for the past year? I think it was 30 percent, 30 percent. Yeah, so beat the market. Beat the market. A lot of fund managers can't do that. So congratulations on that. From a technical perspective, I would keep an eye on Apple, Walmart, PG, and Lulu because they are all trading below their 50-day moving average. Uh, Apple is the largest portion of his portfolio, and I love Apple. Um, Can't get enough of it. But I did notice when I ran a, a report that the last candle that we saw was a spinning black top, which shows indecision. I think that was from Friday. And it's just the largest holding is in his portfolio. So I would just keep an eye on that. Um, yeah. Perhaps, you know, if he's in this for five or 10 years, this is irrelevant. Uh, on the sector allocation, it was a bit tech heavy for my taste. Uh, when I ran it in Finvis, I was getting 72% technology, uh, which is a great sector. But I don't know that I would put, you know, three quarters of all of my uh, cash in just uh, in just tech. Um, I, I was happy to see defensives like Walmart and Coca-Cola and Procter and Gamble. Uh, they haven't been performing so well this year, year to date, but they will as the pandemic, uh, uh, kind of finishes and we all go back to work and services and everything. Airlines is great. I saw some, uh, uh, American airlines and I think spirit airlines in there. Those are great Air ones. Airlines. Yeah. They're going to pay dividends. Yeah. And then also what I thought was really cool was some silver exposure. I'm really getting into commodities for myself personally, but I also think as investors, we should be looking at different types of non uh, stock market types of investments. I'm personally looking at silver and gold. Copper has done amazing the past few weeks. It's at an all time high, but silver has applications in the real world for EVs and solar panels. So, that's that's really cool that he's got mm. some and maybe yeah. it's actually at an inflection mm-hmm. point or it may pass a uh, a resistance. If it passes a resistance, it's very close to right now. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes. Saw somebody posted on Twitter. It could SLV. SLV. It, it's about yeah. to uh, if it passes a certain point. I don't know what that point is, but it's close. It could really uh, go mm. up there. Well, yeah, I and, I and I agree with you, Jerry. I was looking because I was looking at some of this stuff and. You know, talk about Coca-Cola, um, just a little history here uh, as far as the performance. When we had the, the, the kind of coronavirus pullback last year, um, in a matter of 31 days, it dropped 40%. Uh, it's taken 280, took 283 days for them to recover up 51%. So Coca-Cola has had a problem because they just recently also just had another dip. Um, back down so it, it, it's it's been a a little bit of a struggle for them to recover from this recent crash um i do see you know the spirit airlines that's awesome on an awesome trajectory right now because it just it just uh completed a cup and handle formation okay. it looks like back in december okay um it it consolidated back down into january and then it's ripping it 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 ripped out of that um, and is is following a nice little parabolic trend. Um, so I don't know if that looks like right now, maybe he's a time to maybe take some profits and and call it a day with it. Or, you know, it's it's his risk tolerance if he wants to stay in it until it 
goes back to a uh, uh, you know pre-COVID levels, which is you know another uh, twelve dollars per share up. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I mean, the airlines. I'm underwater with a lot of Delta, and yeah. but I'm pretty close. I've turned it into a covered call, and I'm happy to watch it go back up to fifty fifty four. And uh, uh, so I, I think there's room for the airlines to continue to grow Spirit as well. Uh, but I've heard yeah. good things about Spirit, the stock. I don't know about the company as much, but the stock I've heard has done really well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry, I was just going to say real quick. How do you guys feel about GE? Because I see it, he does have it here. I'm not the biggest fan of GE. I know some people are. I've been... Yeah, I've been in and out of GE I, and we've done I've done a deep dive on GE before a couple of years ago in one of our blog posts. Um, the the uh, first of all, the the CEO turning the thing around right. is is great. I think uh, really highly of him. He he led um, Dan, Danaheyer. I think that's how you say it. Dan, that's where he Dan comes Heer, from. Yeah, um, which is very that's where he comes from. Very successful company. And he has a lot of management um sort of uh practices and theories that i i don't fully understand but um they just lead to a lot of efficiencies right. and 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 focusing on the right on the right products i was surprised by some of the um things that they sold off some of the units because i thought gosh that to me seemed like right. it would be a long-term um growth area they've been then then they then they doubled down i think on aviation and then a pandemic hit so that's interesting so you know i I think they're going to come out of all this, but I, I wasn't patient with my capital. I, 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 cause I, I have been an investor off and on, but I, I was like, I, I'm not, I don't want this capital sitting there right. for five years. Yeah. I think they're going to do something. They're going to turn around. They're going to merge as something. Um, but the, the, uh, one concern that the debt and the pensions, yeah, the pension um, prices. has been a huge drag. I mean, just, just how much debt that they've had and the pensions and just, just sort of bad timing on things. So I don't know. I'm 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 neutral at this point. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Again, it's a beaten down stock. I mean, you know, maybe again, maybe it's one of those things if you're patient and you and you can risk it. I don't know. Maybe it's time to I mean, because the, the only reason why That's my take. this is one of them that's really calling out is that it you know, it's it's prime. It's peak was back in 2000, probably 20 years, you know, mm -hmm. and, and at that point it was it was approaching $60 a share. Since then, it's it's never had full recovery. It's it's um, right. It's it, it struggled yeah, it, mightily. It wore off over three years, and then you get this gradual uptrend, but not even not even a recovery uptrend. It it really just seems like it's these extremely prolonged bullish or bearish flags. Well, you know, you know, Bob, I'm I'm glad you brought it up because it's actually one of those companies that I always think of where you do have to pay attention to things because there was a time when people would say, uh, oh yeah, just buy G <laughs> right, stock, right. you'll retire. No, don't, you, don't have to do, you don't have to worry about it, right? And so you have to ask yourself, like, are, are we doing that with companies today? Like, are we, are we foolishly saying like, um, you know, like, oh, of course, Apple and Microsoft right. forever or Amazon forever or Facebook forever. I mean, well, maybe not. I mean, you know, all Facebook, for example. I mean, some people are like, you know, there's not going to be a Facebook yeah, in five right. years. You know, there, there'll be totally something else. Like, like that's, there's so much, things are so dynamic in the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, GE, uh, that's a whole, yeah, and that's a whole the past story few there. Years, I'm just looking at this chart here and the amount of volume um, over the past few years 
is a very different volume profile than what you would have seen years prior, but not necessarily a good thing. Um, you, you, it's still, you know, had this kind of downtrend and these, you know, it was working out of these, these kind of, uh, cuppish formations, you know, uh, kind of bullish divergence, but the, it built over the course of months. And I just don't know if I see a lot of strength behind it where it, it warrants picking more up because I think he can, he can, um, mm -hmm. I, I think we, we can probably agree that there are probably some better energy plays out there. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you the, the 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 case for GE is basically that they're in. Okay, this is what they're in. They're in renewable. Mm -hmm. They're in aviation. They're in healthcare, and they're in power yeah. now. Right? They have like sort of focus areas. So, I mean, those are those sure. are areas of the future. But but as you but as you're saying, I, I hear you saying, Bob, what, are they the best plays right. in those? And I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Uh, Time will tell. I was I wasn't able to be patient enough with my capital, so I pulled it out and went to other things because I just was like, ah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I, I definitely think he he has he he definitely has a, a solid portfolio. Um, there are a few things that I possibly could move use, use some movement maybe and and could I think uh, and again not I don't know what his cost base is where he got in at right if he got on, got on a, got it in at a good price. Um, then I, I could understand it, but, um, he may be able to move into different areas that could actually reward him a little better than where he is now. Does he have a lot of capital wrapped up in it, Jerry? Do you, uh, I didn't see, I don't see it in front has, of me. Uh, I think he's just got a few like shares. shares. 20 and 20 and GE. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of. I'm kind of blah on yeah. it, like neutral, like maybe, maybe it'll be fine. Maybe it yeah. won't. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but I would like to give just Tristan some, some actionable things and just some, some things to think about it before we kind of mm -hmm. wrap up this, uh, this review. Um, one thing that I noticed is that the, the uh, market cap is very high weighted to uh, mega cap, very large uh, companies. And, and that's, yeah. that's done really well for, for, for a while. But it's just something to think about. Maybe if uh, if he's seen, have you guys seen the quadrant that uh, Morningstar has of small cap, large cap, growth, value? Or no, it, it's it. it's basically got those. It actually makes them six, but I, I think we can simplify it and do four. Um, I, I think some other areas of the quadrant might be good. Some smaller caps, some some value, which yeah. he has. But I think it'd be good to explore some some others in terms of that market cap diversification. Mm -hmm. And then, and then the, the other part, and this mm -hmm. is probably, mm -hmm. you know, I think we're all thinking this, but didn't say it is, is that uh, there's no bonds or cash or anything in here other than just mm -hmm. stock. So if this is his only portfolio um, might be concerned. I know he's a young guy, uh, but typically, you know, we've, we recommend, uh, you know, like a 60, 40 type of thing, 60% stock, 40% okay. bonds, as people live longer and, uh, you know, medical advances happen, people are now going to mm -hmm. live like he's going to live probably to 150 or something. Right. So, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. maybe someone his age, I believe he's about, he's in his mid thirties. I would think something like that would be like an 80% uh, allocation to stocks and then something I, I was going to say bonds, but then this week, especially bonds have done horrible. I might wait a little yeah. bit till that bottoms out and then start, uh, 
you know, building a position in, in bonds or cash or commodities, just something else, Bitcoin, you, you know, whatever, whatever makes sense to him, whatever he can sleep with. Let's not say Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, 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 I will say, but going back to our original <laughs> topic, though, I think he should sell his Doge position and roll that into Ethereum or Bitcoin, because I think that over the long term will perform way better than Doge, because I think Doge is a little lot yeah. of volatility right now. Sure. It, the, yeah, do, yeah. Doge is fine, and I know I kind of gave it props last, you know, last show. But I mean, if if people are going to do crypto, I, I would, I would stick to the fundamentals right yeah. now. Yeah. But but ETH, for for but... Tristan, things that are not cash that he could look at. Uh, I mean, things that are not stocks that he could look at could be cash. Uh, you know, cash CDs could be bonds, could be international ETFs, or could be REITs, which haven't performed <laughs> yeah one for greg yeah yeah no i mean they haven't performed well but they seem to be kind of coming up this year so that might be something to look at they i think they will and i'm glad you mentioned that jerry because you know i'm a reed guy <laughs> um but yeah for for me the reeds uh yeah reeds are, are another yeah. sleep at night kind of thing um akin with bonds because that it's that classic, like, you know, you can retire on them and make an income. Um, and, and, and keep in mind, you know, what we just went through recently with real estate was, was a 100 year anomaly. I mean, we just went through a pandemic. Okay. So I understand everyone's like, you know, commercial was down and malls are, are, have got hit and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All those things got hit, but I'm telling you, a lot of these things are going to come back. Like people are going to go back to movie theaters. (laughs) People are not people a, a year or two from now, like people are a, I don't think they're going to want to even say the word uh, coronavirus right. or COVID. <laughs> I don't think they're going to want to mention right. the word anymore. Um, and, and, you know, we're probably going to live in a world where we're going to get an annual booster shot. Right? Right. We all get flu shots every year and they're probably just going to be like, there's your flu shot on your left arm. And on your right arm, we're going to give you your annual COVID booster. You're going to walk right out of there after five minutes and you're going to spend the next 12 right. months not thinking about it. You're just going to go live yeah. your life. You know, you might, you might be wearing a mask every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but, you know, re- real estate, real estate can be repurposed. That's the other thing I always tell people like real estate can real estate, yeah. it's still sitting there, you know, you and there's human need for it. Yeah. Can't make more land. No. Yep. Get more and more land. I mean, I, yeah, so. I, I, you know, I will also see what's interesting. Cause I think I was just dumbfounded because I think he said his Apple, he got, didn't he, didn't he say something like he got it, it was like $20 a share. I don't you remember that really low. It was something it was, it, low. And I'm like, good God, wow. like you can't yeah, sell any yeah. of that. Yeah. It's amazing. Know. That's great. Um, but yeah, yeah awesome. I, I think he's, I, I, I'm definitely impressed with um, stuff that he was, the price points he was able to get in on things. Um, some of the things he has, and, and I think he's on a, on a good start, but it, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And along the lines of kind of what you guys are both saying here and, and what you were wrapping up with Jerry is that I, I also didn't see, he, I didn't, you know, um, he doesn't mm-hmm. have any ETFs yeah. or, or funds. And, and I, you know, in my Robin hood, I do several yeah. ETFs. Um, I, I definitely do individual stocks as well, but, um, you know, when I can't, when I don't feel, and I, this is just strategy. Like, for example, let's just take it, let's take that GE situation for a minute. Okay. So let's say that he wanted to invest in commercial aviation. Well, there's some really great ETFs where you wouldn't have the pressure of having to pick mm-hmm the winner and say like, oh, well, GE's definitely going right. to do better than Raytheon. Well, we don't know that. Raytheon might blow GE out of the water, you know? So why, uh, I guess my point is, 
Uh, or the other one, um, I think I mentioned it earlier, he's got Uber, right? You know, well, why not do, uh, you know, drive ETF where you're investing in autonomous yeah. and electric and transportation of the future, but you don't have that pressure of like, oh, I've got to pick the one mm -hmm. winner. But you're still yeah. going to make money. Not as much. So, I mean, it's risk reward, I, I risk return. A... Uh, it's 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 yeah. how aggressive is he, and yeah. how much does he believe, and how much conviction does he have in each of these stocks? Yeah, yeah. I just I just know that I, I agree. I think over the he's got some things that he did really well on here, but I think over the long run, most humans are not good mm -hmm. stock pickers. You know, and I think we always have to remember that. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't do it mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, for other, mm -hmm. for other reasons and other value, but typically we are not good stock yeah. pickers in terms of choosing the winners. Cool. Um, so yeah, I, I would just, like uh, to put that out there, take uh, sell his Lulu yeah. and his Microsoft nice. and, uh, and roll that over to MBAS. Oh, but, come hey, on. Yeah. <laughs> is Lulu, what is, is Lulu, oh, Lulu, oh, is that Lulu lemon? Lulu, yeah, of course. Oh, is that the it, athleisure wear? Is it my ass? Oh, are those, those are my yoga, yoga pants and stuff? Is yeah, that what that is? If yeah, he sells <laughs> his Microsoft and puts it into MVIS, it'll probably just become Microsoft again. <laughs> or Apple. Oh, <laughs> good one, Jerry. But Boom. what will happen is you heard he will, it first. He will ride that profit all the way up to that price point. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm saying, you know. All right, guys. Well, that was awesome. And I want to. I want to thank yeah. Tristan for allowing us to do that. That is really fun. And uh, just, yeah, that's, that's great. Good stuff. Can't wait to keep talking with you about it on our discord. Um, uh, what are you guys, what are you guys doing for so uh, next week? I, next week? well, I starts with last week. I'm in a process right now. I, I did a little bit of analysis and just looked at the top three sectors year to date. I was just curious what they were and guess what they were. Energy communications, and finance. And I checked it against mm. my portfolio and saw I had very low energy. Okay, communication, okay, finance. But I boosted them all with these uh, spider sector ETFs. And I just went out and bought, you know, some XLV, uh, not XLV, XLE for energy, XLC mm. for communications, and XLF for finance. I actually just bought call options about three months out for each of those because I didn't feel like spending all that money on the capital. So we'll see how that mm. goes. Nice. And then uh, I also did a uh, call option on Chevron, which I was really pleased because then right after I did that, Warren Buffett copied me. And uh, yeah, yeah. You he and Warren. Stop copying I know. You. This is yeah. getting out together again. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps copying you, man. Seriously. He's such a money Vikings fan. <laughs> like every, ridiculous. every Sunday night. He sits yeah. by the fire in Omaha and he's yeah. like, Warren, can't we can't give you the all the advice Vikings. in the world. All right, but you gotta, you gotta do things on your own at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next oh, thing, well, next thing, he'll be buying copper like it. me. I bought some <laughs> copper this week. I know. Um, yes. I'm long soybeans. Bob's <laughs> helping me with the charting on that. It's looking good so far. Yep. Commodities. Yep. And then I for copper also, I got some FCX Freeport McMoran, which is a copper miner. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And then gold is just not performing that well. So I may cut a little more. I trimmed some last week, and I may trim a little more. We'll see how that goes. How about you guys? Nice. Hmm. Good stuff. You know, I, I don't have any big moves next week. I mean, I, I've, you know, I've been steadily adding to uh, Bitcoin. These so I'm clearly levels. kind of enamored with that at the moment. <laughs> you know, I've been, yeah, I've been slowing down. Maybe by, we're just at the beginning and you're right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's the feeling I get is just, we're so high. I, How could you possibly add at 60,000? But then I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I know Jerry. And that's the, that's the problem with, for, for Bitcoin is psychologically for me, because yeah. I, I say that at every level. I say that at 20,000. I said right. it at 30,000. I said it at 40. Heck, yeah. you remember years ago when I said it at a thousand. So it's like, so I, so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to kind of see, again, that's why I talk about anchors with Bitcoin. And um, when people like Kathy Wood um, <laughs> and others talk about Bitcoin, they're able to anchor it to something and that, you know, and like compare it again to like gold or they say something like, you know, if if every S&P 500 company, you know, just put like 10 percent of their capital um, uh, into Bitcoin, it would be at this value mm-hmm. that would add, mm-hmm. I think, 200,000 to each coin. Um, now, you know, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon, you know, but but in your mind, you can play out a scenario where like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe half of that happens or maybe a quarter of it happens. And if a quarter of it happens, then, you know, you definitely see more agreed for this thing to run. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I feel like there's going to be something really psychological about 100,000. If it hits 100, I mean, I think people are really going to have to take a step back and go, <laughs> wow, what did we do here? <laughs> and, and then beyond, right? I mean, it's like beyond that point. Where does it go from there? Yeah, I, I, I wish I wish it didn't have the I mean, I am I'm an environmental guy, like because I, I do believe we need to like safeguard the planet and all that stuff, fun stuff. So I, I, I get a little worried about the the Bitcoin, um, you know, energy use. And I'm just hoping that like, you know, solar panels and renewables right. are going to start chugging some of those uh, processors because um, that's a little scary. Um, you know, it, we can't we can't have a world currency that's going to just like totally like destroy our planet. I mean, that, right. you know, we're going to burn up <laughs> because we had Bitcoin. Take off a layer of the earth. <laughs> yeah. But I know for, for next week, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to mention to you guys, I mean, trying to take the news. Um, I love reading like economic news, as you know, I love reading, you know, CNBC and market watch and all that stuff, but I am trying to take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, I hear people like I, I've heard people recently, like, you know, throwing out, you know, what about if stagflation happens and what about if this happens? And and it's like, I, I get it. It's good to, like, think about all those things. But I don't want to be making, like, knee-jerk reactions with right. my portfolio. Right. I, 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 you know what I mean? I, I want a portfolio that's really well balanced so that, you know, yeah, okay, next year inflation might shoot up. But I've got xyz here or i've managed my debt on this side or you know instead of just sort of like oh right. I, I need to react really quickly because you know inflation is coming I, you know i'm i'm not sold on um mm-hmm. i'm not sold on doom and gloom stuff um and actually i actually i'm actually rather optimistic to be honest because like i said i mean this the vaccine right is working and we have a tool now now do we have a do we have several more months or maybe a year to slog through yeah, we do, but it's going to end, you know, and, um, you know, people are, again, like I've said many times in the show, people are going to want to go to malls. They're going to want to go to movies at some point. I'm I'm going to want to take the kids to Disneyland. Jerry and I have been to Disneyland together yep. and we had a blast. Um, Bob and I have been to Legoland many times. Yeah, and, let's and bring and the so kids along. Jerry, and we have had a blast. And, you know, what? No. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. I will, but the thing is, it. it if the yeah, market was so, going to do what it's going to do, people also need to know is like it's not just it's not just going to happen, right? It's not like bad news comes out and then all of a sudden that very second bottom falls out. There's it's you're going to see this gradual roll into it because last year it took 
30 days or so for it to go from top to bottom. So you're, you should hopefully have plenty of time mm -hmm. and recognize like, okay, let's start safeguarding and move things around. Um, yeah. Well, Bob, Bob, you bring up a great example because, because even at that time when the world right. quote unquote was ending and collapsing because of a pandemic, if no, if a person didn't sell and did nothing, remember the sitting mm -hmm. is what always made people mm -hmm. money. The sitting is mm -hmm. what is on Jerry's right. computer. It says the sitting. Well, if that person sat, yeah. they're sitting so pretty right now. They made so much money. If the person all of a sudden was like, oh my God, I need to do a bunch of things and take a bunch of money and move it well, all around. I, well, those are the people that lost. Though, uh, let's, so if we go back to look at Tristan's portfolio, if somebody was, was 100% invested in Coca-Cola, they have not yet recovered from where they were before mm -hmm. the crash. So that, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, I agree. I agree. But I would say that, but I, yeah, I, you're absolutely right, Bob. But I would argue that that portfolio was yeah. totally so not I, I constructed think properly. You, because, if, yeah. I think there's, there, there are um, some challenges to your comment, but I, I agree with you. But I think there's also things where it's like, okay, if there's an opportunity where maybe you do close out position, hold your cash and wait and wait and wait. Right. Cause, because then mm -hmm. you'll start to recognize with any sort of um, event or formation, whatever that happens when it's on these downtrends and it's falling out. And this is whether it's a day to day type of thing or whether it's the economy falling apart, there is a bottom. And when you can see that and recognize it mm -hmm. and you got out way ahead of everything, that also is an opportunity itself, right? Because now you got a big discount on things. And there are things that out there that you got a 70% discount on, like Spirit Airlines, 70% discount, right? Well, you're right, Bob. That right. seems to be right. how the big wealth is made. I mean, and so, and I, and you, you, all of us have been investing long enough that we now have seen every yeah. asset class I have. Yep. I've seen almost all of them collapse, but then, I've seen them all rebound. I've seen yep. housing and real estate collapse. I've seen the stock market collapse tech several bubble. times. I've yeah. seen various sectors like tech collapse. And 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 guess what? If 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 a if a portfolio was constructed properly, I've seen all of them return mm -hmm. like on fire yeah, with absolutely. rocket fuel. So, it's you know it's a big big picture kind of thinking. Um, man, Me too. these it's fun talking with you yeah, guys. It's cool. <laughs> I love it. I, I thought this was a great, a great show today. This was really fun. So again, thanks to, to Tristan um, and all of our listeners. I mean, like, you know, a million of them now and all over the world, Iceland, Denmark, Canada, France. We appreciate all you guys. So thank you so much. <laughs> all right. financial professionals and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only we are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with this podcast does not represent the thoughts intentions plans, strategies of our employers it only represents the opinions of the authors if you need specific guidance on your own financial situation please consult a financial fiduciary professional.